Sunday afternoon saying, I got you, you got me. A little headbutt right there. Come on, get some next week. I'll see you at the park again. <laughs> we are lit. 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 Keep it lit. You are now listening to DJ Chase Radio. Turn your radio up. The home of the creative. Tune in 24-7. Hey, good evening, everybody. It's another Tuesday, and Downray Sports is back. And on today's show, we're going to discuss the NFL's week one, the MLB race, and another owner needs a timeout. So take a look at your watch, your phone, or anywhere you could tell time and know what time it is. I'll tell you. It's showtime! Legend Sting said it is showtime, folks, as my microphone is not responding. It felt bad. Welcome, everybody, to an all-new Downright Sports. I am your host, the notorious sports critic, Brent Reed, coming at you from our temporary Downright Sports studios. It is another Tuesday. We are live on Facebook Live. If you're listening to us, or excuse me, if you're watching on Facebook Live, you can always listen to the whole show on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, uh, Spotify, Google Play, or you could check out the episode 
Wednesdays at 12 o'clock on DJ Chase Radio. You can also Thursdays at 8 o'clock on DynastyRadioNY.com. Uh, Saturdays at Fab 94.5 The Hits. Saturdays at uh, Trap Radar Radio and Sundays on She Real Radio. Downray Sports Kids is everywhere. YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, you name it. We are there. I am there. Who is we? Me is we. That is the. <laughs> so, uh, let's just dive into it, shall we? Shall we? The NFL is back. That's right, kids. The NFL has returned. It has risen. The celebrations, the cheers in the street. There, This past Sunday, if you will, this past Sunday, everybody in, the, in all of America, America, Tuned in, had their barbecue, had their nachos, ooh, yeah, their beer, had their favorite drinks, had it all, had it all. Sat with their jerseys on, sat with their funny, weird masks, had their friends over, fantasy lineups ready, fan duel uh, bets, and we'll talk about that next week, okay? Um, had it all queued up and ready to go. You hear that? That's right. The fireworks were going off. The excitement was real as the NFL season actually kicked off last Thursday, for those of you paying to keep it score at home. But the uh, official, all the games actually kicked off on Sunday. And um, week one of the NFL Unlike unlike any other sport, the first week of the NFL will create utter chaos, depending on how it plays out. All right, Um, depending on what team wins, like so, when certain teams don't win and certain players don't perform, it becomes anarchy and chaos. So, some of the biggest storylines that come out of Week One going in. Let's do this. Let's do it better. I didn't even write that. Let's do this better. So, some of the biggest storylines going into week one were, how's Tom Brady going to play, being that he basically just pooed going to training camp. Now, man has been in the league for over 20 years. I'm not sure how much more training camp he needs. Uh, Russell Wilson's going, starting in Denver, and his first game's going to be in Seattle. Okay? Uh, Aaron Rodgers has to, uh, he talked utter garbage about his team. He pulled a pure CM Punk on his team. Like, just went slam off completely off the reservation. Just, you know, I don't know if you guys heard any of the Aaron Rodgers press conference. But I can tell you for certain, I have it here. It was Aaron Rodgers on on Sunday after the loss to Minnesota. Mm. Okay, so you fancy yourself a journalist. Would you say you're friends with Scott Colton? Why I'm a grown ass adult man and I decide not. I'm gonna have some fun with this, shall we? I'm gonna have some fun with this. So I'm at the press conference. Let's do this. Let's, let's. Rogers, Eric, Eric, Eric. Uh, when you you went down to Mexico and got high and felt the need that you didn't have to work with any of your newest team. Your team is one of the younger teams in the league, and you're old, but you haven't won a Super Bowl in like twelve years. Everybody overrates you. 
why do you feel the need that you don't really have to explain why you just keep having like these great regular seasons with this kind of meteoric overrated part of your career but you should probably disclose who you're friends with um i haven't had anything to do with scott colton i don't understand what that has to do with anything um mr rogers i just asked you a question again why do you think it's okay that you know your team Underperform. I know it's just week one, but you underperform for many years in the playoffs. Do you feel that you don't have to explain your underperformance? And this is a fucking business. Uh, backwards will catch me. I don't understand what a business has to do anything. The NFL is a business. It's a big business. But are you okay? Do you, do you feel okay? Whatever the fuck it is. Oh. My relationship with Scott Colton. And- I don't know who the Scott Colton is, Aaron Rodgers. Why are you so angry? I have an email where he says, and I quote, I... Why you? I don't understand what the email has anything. Mr. Rogers, can you just tell me what's going on? Why are your teams not winning the way Tom Brady teams win or even a Rams team that took a guy out of Detroit, a division you owned, and he won the Super Bowl? That's a fact. I know that. It is a fact. It's a big fact. It's a huge fact. But do you feel the need that you just can't explain why? He sent the email back that I have to sit up here. That's what I want to know more about. Like, you know, what is it? Do you do you think you don't have to really explain who you are, or, or, or can you just tell me why you're sitting there? Give me a reason why your teams have not performed. The email. Oh, can we please drop all this now? It's 2022. I haven't been friends with this guy since at least 2014. What guy, Aaron? You're you sounding incoherent right now. What guy? Can just. Tell me why your teams have not been performing. Into a media that I got somebody fired when I have fuck all to do with him. Well, your your number one weapon did get traded. Uh, you had nothing to do with that? want nothing to do with him. Do not care where he works, where he doesn't. I think, Aaron, you should probably seek help because there may be something wrong with Mr. Aaron Rodgers. I had a lot of fun with that. I did not prepare that. That was very impromptu, and I enjoyed it. If you hated it, Sucks to be you. <laughs> anyway, so this past week, you saw the Bills open up in Los Angeles on the road. Uh, the defending Super Bowl, oh crap, the defending Super Bowl champion um, Rams uh, set out to defend their title. Instead, they got embarrassed. They had a big pomp and circumstance. Everybody was there. Like it was, it was insane. And then the Queen died, and the Rams lost. It was crazy. To, the coincidence of the two happening, but the Rams got blowed out, and we got to see the Bills. Maybe Josh Allen. I tweeted this and got a lot of retweets, which is pretty cool. Go to Brent Reed eighteen at Twitter if you want to catch what the crazy crap I said. But Josh Allen, I felt was auditioning that game to let the rest of the league know it ain't Jackson, it ain't Mahomes, it ain't Rodgers, it ain't Brady. It's me, the guy in Buffalo, the guy who can run and gun like the best of them. Give me my, it's my time. Now, I don't know, if it's, it's, listen, when it comes to Bills winning Super Bowls, we do not, I repeat, we don't throw it out there, but goodness gracious, great balls of fire, they looked good, okay? They looked really good. We saw the Giants out of nowhere. I watched a lot of that Giants game. It was the worst game I've seen. And if you're a Giants fan, don't hold out hope because um, Daniel Jones is trash. Now, what we saw out of Saquon is pretty good. And if you're the Titans, you should be 
pissed off right now because you lost to a bad team. Now, this, you know, this is one of those years where the Giants will find themselves all of a sudden stumbling into the playoffs and stumbling into a Super Bowl, and then we will have to all revisit our comments. But some of the game, other games that really stood out, games that I kind of saw, and I love the red zone, by the way. Cheap plug for the red zone. They don't pay me at all, but I'm willing to sign up. The Steelers, the Steelers in Cincinnati was a huge game from the standpoint. First game since 2005, Big Ben is not the starting quarterback on the roster at all. He is no longer on the team, and the team went in there with Mitch Trubisky, and for Mitch Trubisky, he had a decent game, um, but it was the, it was really, if you hear that snoring, that is my lovely co-host Mariana, who joins me every show, and she makes sure this is how she really feels about the, uh, me doing my show. Anyway, she is the representation of the whole audience. But <laughs> if you paid attention to the Steelers game, now the Steelers had a big loss in TJ Watt. He's out for six weeks. No surgery needed, but out for six weeks. You saw Steelers defense, like, oh boy. Like, you got, ooh, Steelers' defense is like that. Like, first of all, they they got Joe Burrow four interceptions, right? Picked him four times. How many times was the man sacked? I'm glad you asked. Seven. He was sacked seven times. He basically showed up to practice, and they told him to stand there and get hit multiple times. Like, hey, I'm going to hit you. I'm going to hit you. They had Alex uh, Heisman, uh, defensive uh, linebacker. For the Steelers, three sacks, a forced fumble, uh, uh, six solo tackles. T.J. Watt had a sack. Also, six total. Uh, he had six tackles all by himself. He also forced a fumble. Like, they came to play. If you're a Steelers fan, though, you got to watch one eye because the quarterback himself, he his job is not to Give the game away. And he did that. He threw a touchdown. He went 21 for 38. I felt like he threw it too much. And he threw a t- uh, He went 194 yards. The Steelers need their run game to work for this to work. Okay. They um, uh, Claypool only had six uh, carries. Uh, Harris only had 10 carries. They're going to need more out of those guys if they think they've got a shot. Because I think looking at that Steelers defense, even with TJ Watt out, they got an opportunity. They got a shot. I hate wearing this shirt. I'm fat. But um, you saw the Dolphins kill, kill New England. Um, Matt Jones, who was a lot of people's like standout player last year um, for the New England Patriots, 21 for 30, touchdown interception. He really didn't do a whole lot. Um, I know everybody's like, ooh, Tullaloa. Ty Tullaloa. I'm butchering his name. Just like Mitch Tavisky. They're to manage. They want him to win, but they're to manage. Okay, I'm sweating through this hat. I think it's got a white brim. Yeah, I don't want to get that dirty. I like that hat, but I'm sweating. Uh, a little inside side note. I got new lights. These things is bright. <laughs> These things is bright, okay? Um, you and If you want to know how um, Tyreek Hill did, uh, how about six yards? One catch. They better fix that. Um... What we got to see here primarily wasn't an offensive explosion as much as we see the um, defense of the Dolphins. The, the head coach is not even a defensive guy. He's an offensive guy. The last head coach 
was an offensive guy. So I, the Dolphins are one of those teams you want to keep an eye on. Is it going to be the Bills, Dolphins, uh, for the AFC East, or will, is this, again, just week one and it's an anomaly? All right. Um, we pay attention to one of the bigger games that came out uh, that was yesterday. We're going to get to that. We're going to finish up with the Monday Night Football game. But I'm going to talk about my favorite guy, Aaron Rodgers, who we just did a parody of. And the thing that makes me laugh about Mr. Rodgers is the fact that we hear year after year, all all the pundits, all the sports guys, they tell us how amazing and how good he is. It is just week one. Uh, Teams tend to lose week one. But you, if you told me that the Minnesota Vikings was basically going to skunk Aaron Rodgers in the Green Bay Packers, I would have said, what are you smoking? Rodgers went 22 for 34, 195 yards in an interception. He was sacked four times. Minnesota may have shown how he could get the guy. Rodgers, for one of the first times in his career, he really don't have any targets. He's got a lot of young guys, and he has to make them. And he started the year off dogging them. Aaron Rodgers, I think, has listened to too much of the talking heads and has bought his own hype. Aaron Rodgers has one Super Bowl. He has one more than some guys, but now he is tied with Matt Stafford, okay, for the amount of Super Bowls. He's also tied with Joe Flacco, who's a who's the reserve, who's the backup quarterback with the Jets. Your one says nothing when the guy down in Tampa has set the standard. All right, and if you're going to supposed to be the greatest or one of the best quarterbacks out there, I can, I don't see it, and burying your team doesn't help. So, I'm curious to see. I'm real happy Minnesota won because my man Noah B got a big victory for him. Way to start it out. But, you know Green Bay could be better. We know this. But, wouldn't it be something? Wouldn't it be something if this is the year we see the Packers kind of take a step back? Because they really didn't get anything to help the guy. Like, they didn't go after. There was tons of talent out there. They didn't get anything. So, I'm curious. Let's see how this plays out. I want to see... Now, will they probably win the division? More than likely. Because if you think that Chicago win was something, don't get used to that. This was just week one. Teams were playing really excited. A lot of teams were playing at home. Green Bay's probably going to win the division, but I can promise you they ain't going to the Super Bowl, and they probably will lose whoever they play in the first part of the playoffs. I put money on that. Now, Russell Wilson returned home to Denver and got booed, rightfully so. Seattle took a chance on a guy that was supposed to be playing baseball. All right. Now, he's proven to be a pretty good quarterback in Seattle. See what I did there? He's got one Super Bowl, tied with Aaron Rodgers. Went back to another Super Bowl, but they chose to throw the ball, then run the ball. Hmm. They were on the one-yard line. They don't say that about great quarterbacks like Tom Brady, Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, Peyton Manning. Um name it. Name the great quarterback and if they chose choose to throw it, nobody second guesses. They don't go, you took the ball out of his hand? Now granted, yes, the rule of thumb is you put you got Marshawn Lynch in the backfield, you probably should just give him the ball. But they did it and he has not been back to the Super Bowl since. Since they, since they kind of, that defense has been taken apart and aged out, you know, for some reason in his mind, he felt he was the team. Now the team has had little success, but not a lot of success. He wanted out. And he got out, and he got to Denver, a team that has not done anything since Peyton Manning retired. And for some reason in his brain, he thinks he's going to be the missing link to a team that has not been relevant or good since 
Peyton Manning retired. Yes, on Monday night, he got shown the business. Now, yes, the coach took the ball out of his hand in the last minute. Once again, a head coach that has a quarterback that they paid a quarter of a billion dollars to, and they chose to kick a 64-yard field goal, that tells me he don't have too much faith in you. This computer lie, as I heard someone say. Russell went 20, he went 29 for 42. That's a lot of throwing, man. One touchdown, sacked twice, but he did a lot of running. A lot of running. Now, maybe an emotional game. His first game back, Seattle ain't want to get their face. But you, Russell Wilson, you's got a fat contract. And you let Geno Smith, your former backup, your bag boy, outplay you on Monday Night Football, B? All I'm saying, Russ, you best show up next week, man, or there'll be a lot of questions is all I got to say. Now, finally, I will wrap this segment up with with the sound. I, I was in Dallas recently. Especially after the Dallas game. And um, I won't lie to you. I heard crying. I heard a lot of crying. Um, people were just in the streets. In fact, um, they were. It, it was it was heartbreaking. This was the sound I heard. That's not the sound I heard. <laughs> oh, man. Live production is nothing crazy like it. Um, but. I happened to tune in on Sunday, turn the TV on, and just saw Dak Prescott throw the ball and then see him grab his finger. And my girl, who barely plays attention to football or any sport, basically said, oh, yeah, that seems about right for Dallas. And I said, dang. That is every Cowboy fan in America right now. Don't cry. Don't, don't, don't. I hope Dallas. I hope the best for Dallas. But I asked the question: Is Jimmy G on the way? And if not, Jerry Jones don't really want to win a Super Bowl. I'm just saying. Did I cover everything? I think I covered everything. I'm pretty sure I covered everything. Will Philly or Washington win the division? This is one of them years. Philly or Washington is going to win the division. And Kirk, uh, Carson Wentz actually had a fairly decent game, actually. He threw, he had like over 300 yards and four. Did he have four touchdowns? I wrote that down somewhere. I thought I wrote that down. But I'm pretty sure Carson had a pretty strong game. I can, I mean, I'm sure I can look it up, but I don't really care. Hey, this is Downright Sports, everybody. And this is another show. This is another new show. You can listen to Downright Sports at DJ Chase Radio every Wednesday at 12 o'clock. And after that. And after that. And after that, you can also listen on Dynasty Radio at 8 o'clock. And you can listen on Fad 94.5 and Track Radar Radio. And now it's She Real Radio. Also download the podcast at Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor, and all places podcasts are downloaded. When we return, we're going to talk baseball. So buckle up. It's about to get... I don't have anything for that. We're just going to talk baseball. Facebook, we'll be right back. And yeah. Deuce, I have no deuce is how I end the show. That's not what we're doing. I'll be back. All right. I got tongue tied there. Sorry. The jabroni beating, pie eating, trailblazing, eyebrow raising, talking is done. You're out of your class. No sleep till Brooklyn, the rock.
tonight I'm gonna have myself a real good time I feel alive Excuse me. So baseball playoffs is around the corner, like weeks away, and I decided to do a um, little preview, if you will, of the upcoming uh, playoffs. And I did have Carson Wentz's numbers. Yeah, he went twenty-seven for forty-one, hundred and thirteen yards, 
four touchdowns. Pretty big. Granted, it was against the Jaguars, but still, pretty big. <laughs> I had a bunch of notes I didn't even look at. So, um, what's happening in baseball right now? The playoffs is uh, upon us. We are looking at um, pretty much most teams wrapping it up. Um, the Yankees are kind of fumbling <laughs> to the playoffs. They are five games ahead, of, five and a half games ahead of Tampa. Had a big weekend wins over Tampa on um, Saturday and Sunday. Big offensive explosion. Aaron Judge is making history day after day. Uh, <clears throat> tonight, though, Yankees are down four to three, and I can't even watch the games. It's blacked out. But apparently, if I got sling, I can watch it. So I'm gonna have to get sling. Um, but if the playoffs started today, this is how it would break down for the American league. Uh, the two number one teams would be Houston and the Yankees. They would get first round buys. The, the, the next round, the first round would be, uh, the number three Cleveland Indians who are currently the leaders of the clubhouse in the central. They would take number, take on number six, Toronto. Number four, Seattle, would make the playoffs for the first time since 2001. How crazy is that? And they would take on the Tampa Bay Rays, number five. <clears throat> and they, with Baltimore being five games back on uh, Toronto. I don't. I like Baltimore. I don't know how many games um, they have against Tampa, uh, um, against Toronto. Uh, let me look at this schedule while I talk. Uh, in the National League, the two top teams would be the Dodgers and the Mets, who are hanging on by a thread. Uh, the, the central winner would be the number three seed, St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, number four seed would be the defending champion, Atlanta Braves, who are on the heels of the Mets. Uh, the Phillies would be the number fifth seed. Number six seed would be the San Diego Padres. Ooh. Uh, Milwaukee is two games behind currently the San Diego Padres, who is just having one of them. Brooklyn Nets kind of years. <laughs> uh, for Baltimore, the remaining games, if you will, uh, they actually this weekend have a big series against Toronto in Toronto. They don't play Toronto. And then they end the year against Toronto. So if Baltimore can make it interesting. Now, granted, this is how I would like it to go. They can beat Toronto this weekend, beat Detroit, beat Houston, beat the Red Sox. Lose to the Yankees and then beat Toronto, and maybe it makes it a little interesting. We go down the stretch, we get a baseball is known for having like these one game playoffs that lead to a one game playoff that lead to another one game. It's the game that never ends. That's what makes it so awesome. I thought, listen, if you think baseball is confusing, allow me to try to explain soccer to you one day. It won't happen because I can barely explain it. But we're looking at the playoff picture right now, and the clear-cut favorite to win it all are the Dodgers. They have it all. They have the pitching. They got the hitting. They have the bullpen. They're just, like, they're set to win it all. But this is baseball, and but this is the playoffs, and we know teams that are set to win don't always win. Just ask me. I'm a Yankee fan. Honestly, you, I think if you want to eliminate people, eliminate Cleveland from the conversation. Cleveland, I don't think. I think Cleveland is a placeholder currently right now. Cleveland, them two are in a bit of a divisional race um, currently right now uh, with the Twins. They kind of go back and forth a little bit. But Cleveland probably end up winning. Um, Tampa and Toronto are interesting for that American League. Seattle, too. But I'm not sure if Seattle's ready yet. I think Seattle... 
be happy to get in, but I'm not sure they're just ready. But you talk about Tampa, a team that just wins. They don't have any sexy players. They don't have any superstars. But they just put it together and they win. And then you got Toronto that is really thirsty and may feel in their heart. They may have underachieved. This was a team picked to win the division and then the Yankees just blew up in everybody's face like a guy smoking at a gas station just exploded. So if Toronto gets past Cleveland and Tampa gets past um, Seattle, Yankees play Toronto and then uh, Tampa will play Houston. I like that. I don't like I think Houston has a strong squad, but Tampa's one of the, if you haven't seen one of them punching things, you hit it, it just comes back, and you hit it, and it just comes back, and you hit it, and you, that's Tampa. No matter how good your team thinks it is, Tampa Bay will just continue to keep coming, and you just be like, why would you die? They just be like, they're like clown from it. They just don't. Um, I can see a clear picture of Tampa and Toronto playing each other in the American League Championship Series. I also just heard every television that wasn't in Toronto turning off. Now, in the National League, St. Louis will beat San Diego if they face each other. With that being said, that's not if the Mets don't find themselves as the third seed because the Mets is doing what the Mets like to do, and that's play with people's hearts. So if you look at it right now, the Mets are 89-53. St. Louis is 83 and 58. Now, if you, you're to the layman, you're probably hearing these numbers. You say, well, boy, the Mets have a pretty substantial lead. Do they, though? Do they? The Mets in the last 10 games are 5 and 5. St. Louis in the last 10 games is 7 and 3. All right. Mets are currently on a, on a one game loser streak. The Braves are on a three game loser streak. And St. Louis is currently on a two game loser streak. And you got to look at the Mets' schedule. The Mets have two teams in their division that want to make the playoffs. Philly and Atlanta. And you think they're going to kowtow to the Mets? I have. I think not. All right. So, if we take a look at what the Mets got left on their plate, the Mets will have Chicago for two. That's today and tomorrow. Pittsburgh. That's pre- those, are, those are games they should win. But Chicago and Pittsburgh have nothing to play for. And they just did a bunch of call-ups. And they're going to have young guys that want to beat them. They may have Milwaukee, who is trying to get in the playoffs. Oakland, another deadweight team. Miami, another deadweight team. And then Atlanta for three and Washington. I know on paper the Mets schedule looks easy, but I can promise you I don't think it's going to be. Uh, Matt Scherzer is still kind of out. DeGrom is still kind of shaky. I can see a situation here where if I did the count, bear with me because I only have a... uh, uh, first year college math education. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. 21 games left. I can see the Mets not... I can see the Mets losing maybe 11 of those games. I could. I could. <laughs> I honestly could. I can see the Mets... I can see them losing nine. I can kind of see them losing nine games, you know, going 12 for 21, which would make things a little shaky with that Atlanta series um, September 30th. Where's that game? That game in Atlanta? Mm, can't make it. But I can see that. Ha- I can see the Mets. And then if the Mets do that, it opens the door for St. Louis. St. Louis is not losing 
to St. Louis is not going to give up the division to Milwaukee. Milwaukee had their chance last year and they blew it. So why does this screen keep freezing? What the front door is going on here? Um, I'm trying to use my la- I have to use my laptop because I don't have all my other resources I've had in the past to kind of like do my show to my ability. So thank God for my new handy dandy laptop, which right now is acting wonky. It's because I was looking up the Mets and it doesn't know what else to do. If Atlanta, Atlanta in the Philly series, Atlanta could be one. If if the, if it plays out the way I have it now in the first round, Philly could beat Atlanta only on the big on the on the on the on the idea of the fact that Philly is or trying to make the playoffs stay in the playoffs, where Atlanta is trying to win a division. They could exhaust themselves. They had to play deep last year. Philly hasn't been in it. Philly makes it, beats Atlanta. I can see that. Goes to play the Dodgers and gets mapped. Going on a tangent for a second, it is super important that we can see Philly in the playoffs because baseball needs Bryce Harper in the playoffs. They need Mike Trout in the playoffs. They need Aaron Judge in the playoffs. Baseball keeps making the playoffs without their stars. Sorry, uh, Jose Arenado. Sorry, all the guys on Houston. Sorry, Tampa. Sorry to the Dodgers. Dodgers are a West Coast team. Quite frankly, East Coast teams is what drives the bus. If Philly can make the playoffs and you can put a guy like Bryce Harper in prime time in the fall classic, now you got yourself a star that you've been looking for. And going into the playoffs, you would have um, um, Vlad Guerrero Jr., a star. You would have Manny Machado, a star. You would have Freddie Freeman, a star. Um, you will have Aaron Judge, a star. You will have the guys on Houston, like Justin Verlander, a star. You will have, um, in St. Louis, you will have Paul Goldschmidt, Albert Pujols, Yadi and Molina, all stars. And Atlanta, which brings, like, just eyeballs to the screen. And the Mets, which brings eyeballs to the screen this year for baseball. If I'm baseball, if I'm running the baseball management right now, if I'm running baseball, I'm promoting the hell out of this playoff right now because this is the playoffs you've been dying for. You have two New York teams, an L.A. team, Atlanta Braves, which may be baseball's team, the St. Louis Cardinals, and the returning of the Seattle Mariners to base to the playoffs. So you're going to have a Canadian team back in it. This is just what baseball needs because the one wrong thing that happened was the NFL exploded and baseball now has to compete with the NFL. That's the reason why foot, uh, um, the reason why tennis and golf changed their schedules because they didn't want to compete with the NFL. So if I'm baseball right now, I think this I'm truly excited for this uh, fall classic season. I think we're going to see some really cool games. I think we're going to see some really important games. And with um, baseball having a lot of history happening right now, history, historic moments, you have Albert Pujols chasing 700. He is currently sitting at 697. And he's got a lot of games to go, man. He's got a lot of games to go. Albert Pujols is in his 40s, his 21st season. He's got 18 home runs. Like, he's actually productive. Like, he's not having, like, a who just throw me the ball and I hope not to strike out. No, he's actually playing. Like, he's having a darn good season. Um, You have Aaron Judge, who just hit, just now, breaking news, 56 uh, home runs. He's hit 56. He's on pace to not only hit 60, but go past it. Which will he will be the first Yankee to hit 60 since Roger Maris did it in 1961. He will be the first person 
to hit 60 since Barnes did it in 2001? Yeah, 2001. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He might be the first person to hit 60 since Roger Maris to do it clean. So they say. This is huge. I'm not hearing enough about it. Sorry. Then you got Shohei Otani, who's hitting 34 home runs with a bad average of 266. He's also pitching with a winning record of 12 wins, 8 losses, an ERA of 2.55. He's pitched 24 games. Hitters are only hitting 217 off of him. This is a good year for baseball. I know we don't hear enough. Nobody's talking about it because ESPN and other outlets don't report on baseball unless they're scandal. Ooh, scandal. Ooh. NFL has scandal. They sweep that under the rug. Baseball has scandal. It leads coverage. It has congressional hearings. Don't know what that's all about. I think it's weird. I really think it's weird. All right. So what we're going to do. What are we going to do, kids? Man, man, what are we going to do? She's going to sleep. Because it's time for the news. So, uh, if you're listening on the podcast, there's no news. If you're listening on um, Fab 94.5 The Hits or Trap Radar Radio or She Real Radio, there's also no news. I'm not editing that part out because it's too much work for me. So, just know the rest of you will hear music. And what and what music will you hear, Johnny? You will hear Bohemian Rhapsody because we're playing all British songs in honor of Queen Elizabeth who passed away the other day. I think it's it's crazy. I've always had the queen in my lifetime. So has my mother. So has my grandmother. Like, we all have shared having Queen Elizabeth in our lifetime. And now we have the King of England. And potentially, we're going to have two Kings of England. Like, how wild is that? I just saw something on TikTok where, like, there's a movie. I don't know if it's real or fake. But, like, King Charles becomes the king. And he, like, finds this, like, archaic thing where he can just take power back. Kind of want that to happen. Kind of. All right, I'll be right. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break. Not on Facebook Live. We'll be right back. It is time for the news. Promise you. Mitchell gets to Sanders. Sanders has got some room to operate. Barry Sanders inside the ten touchdown. Nation's leading producer of aluminum presents an exciting new headline game. It's news to me. Is this the
see a little silhouette of a man. Scaramouche, Scaramouche, will you do the bandango? Thunderbolt and lightning, very, very frightening me. Galileo, 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 Galileo Figaro. I'm just a poor boy, nobody loves me. He's just a poor boy from a poor family, sparing his life from this monstrosity. Mamma mia, mamma mia, let me go. Beelzebub has a devil put aside for me, for me, for me. We are back. <clears throat> so this past, so I heard rumblings, and I think if you follow the NBA, you would hear the rumblings too. Um, Suns owner, uh, and I'm gonna butcher his name, Robert Salivar, uh, got in some trouble. There was some controversy that he was saying the N word openly, and basically treating women badly by sexualizing them and stuff like that. This has happened again. This is another owner. Getting in trouble for the same thing. Racial slurs, um, um, ogling, and basically being way too, um, being just perverted. Let's just go to that. Um, sexual harassing, that's the word I'm looking for. And <clears throat> the NBA felt that a one-year suspension from the team and a million-dollar fine was suitable. I wonder if they patted themselves. Was it a $1 million fine? No, it was a $10 million fine. It was $10 million. Yeah, they fined him $10 million. The guy, I don't know this man's life. I don't know his background. I don't know his religion. 
Um, we're going to touch on a lot of apparently what he said. I don't have the quotes in front of me. Um, but <laughs> I think it's kind of funny that he's suspended for just a year. And he um, was fined $10 million. The man's net worth, if I can find it, 60 years old from Tulsa. Tulsa, what is the man's net worth? I don't even know why he made his start. Um, Robert, American sports team owner and businessman who has a net worth of $800 million. $800 million. You charge this man $10 million. Let me give you guys an idea how that breaks out. I'm not going to tell you how much I make a year, but that's if I got in trouble at my job and they basically was like, yo, give me $50. <laughs> like on the real. This is not the first time the NBA has had this. This is not the first owner to do this. Now, some of the comments that he said, apparently he was repeating players and he just openly dropped the N-bomb. I'm not as offended by that because if you've ever seen anything Quentin Tarantino has made, he basically believes it's his scripted right to just put the word in movies. Quentin Tarantino wrote a script about aliens with no black people and he just put the word in there. I think he just likes the word. It's weird. If you're the NBA and this is your second owner who's dropped racial slurs, this is your second owner who has some type of sex scandal floating around. You need to make you made an example out of Donald Sterling because the league didn't want Donald Sterling because he was making an embarrassment of the Clippers. The Clippers was an embarrassing team. They've since turned around since Bomber bought them. I don't care how well the Suns franchise is run. I don't really care, but I don't want to hear or see during uh, Black History Month by the NBA all these t-shirts that have messages on them. And the only message you were able to deliver to a man that used racial slurs and was sexually harassing in the workplace was basically making for a hostile work environment. Your only answer was to send him home for a year and took a quarter out of his pocket. Sending him home is not the same sending me home from work, ladies and gentlemen. Like, let's be frank. I get in trouble. I go to work one day this week. And I walk in the door and I just start dropping it. Let's not use the N-word because I'm black. <clears throat> let's just say I use some other racial slurs. And then on top of that, I see the women at work and I just cop them, you know. I say inappropriate things like, yo, nice games. You know what I'm saying? My current place of work is not sending me home for a year. I'm done. Now, I know what you're saying. Well, print, there's nothing they can really do. He's The commissioner works for him. Does he know? Because if you're the NBA and your league is the black league out of all the major sports, hockey, soccer, baseball, football, Basketball, without a question, has become the, it's Africa, okay? And you're saying it's okay, because, like, what's to say, like, if my punishment is just a year suspension, I'm a white owner? Okay, okay, I don't do anything anyway, but just go to the game and watch. Like, what does he do? What does he do? He's not a, he's not the, he's not the GM, he's not the, uh, president of basketball operations. He literally just sits and oversees things. Like, he can do that from home. Brent, he will have no contact with the team. Okay. If you sent me home with uh, 
how much does he have left now because he just lost ten million dollars? Let's just <laughs> if you send me home with seven hundred and ninety million dollars, I'm gonna find ways to occupy my time. I'm not gonna be too distraught because I can't be at the I can't be at the arena. Like I feel like Adam Silver took care of Donald Sterling only because nobody really liked Donald Sterling. People kind of liked this guy, Robert, until this came out. Whether they like him or not, you got to make a stand here. And I think uh, we've we've seen if they like you, you get left alone. Um, Deshaun Watson, they like him. He gets to play. <laughs> um, Colin, they didn't like him. He didn't get to play. The owner in Carolina... Got in trouble for sexual harassment or something like that. He had to sell the team. Robert Kraft went to a massage parlor. He told the NFL, what's your point? <laughs> so, like, <clears throat> who regulates the owners? If the commissioner can't, who does? Like, that's the, you got um, Dan Snyder in Washington right now with crazy allegations and stuff going on. And the, all he did was change the team name. And the song just keeps going. Just keeps going. And every owner basically is just telling you, it doesn't matter what I do. I'm Teflon, baby. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sorry, Mr. F- like, and like, really, will the average fan really care? No. They won't. Will sponsors care? No. Not really. But a f- few years ago, all the NBA took their jerseys off and threw them in the thing. Will they do that now, or has the moment passed? Like, when do you choose? Is it all battles, or is it some battles? I feel like this guy is one of those, like, this needs to be a statement. And I'm not screamish in the sense of, like, oh, my God, he said the N-word. Like, but I think you, I, when I saw that he got a year suspension, I laughed. <laughs> I was like, seriously, if you wanted to make a point, you want to make a point, you suspend him five, six years. And every year he's suspended, he's got to pay $10 million. That sends a statement. That move. Because there's another NBA player. There's an NBA player, um, Anthony Edwards, and I'll wrap it up with this. He got in trouble. He hasn't gotten in trouble. I don't think, but he got caught on Instagram using homophobic slurs. Well, gay slurs. He, he, he called somebody a queer N-word. Queer A N word. I don't curse on my show. That's why. And he all of a sudden, oh, yo, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say it. You did mean to say it, though. But, like, you said it. Relax. You said it. The reason why you don't hear stuff about Derek Jeter and other people is because they protect themselves in their environment. Jeter, if you watch his documentary, said something very smart. He kept his inner circle. A cert- like, he kept who he wanted in his circle. And if you betrayed that, you had to go. Like he no, because he was protecting the investment. You're a player, but you gotta protect the afterlife. You're a player, but you gotta when them when them lean years, you ain't scoring as much, and they thinking about redoing your contract. If you show that you are a an ideal citizen, they'll leave you alone. They're, hey, pff, we give you Udonis Haslam has a permanent spot on the Miami bench. He just shows up to work with a jersey on, doesn't play. It's kind of weird, don't you think? Kendrick Perkins played 10 years in the NBA, and I could, outside of the Boston's game, uh, years, 
couldn't tell you the other teams. I can tell you. He played with uh, the Thunder. He played with Cleveland. And I want to say he played for somebody else. I know it was those two. I know it was those two. Any case, hey, that's all I got. <clears throat> that's today's show. Appreciate you guys. We'll see you next week again. I uh, promise you not every week we're going to start with the uh, what happened in the NFL in week one, a week week two or whatever. But if there's no real big storylines, then that's what we're going to start with. All right. Uh, check out Downright Sports on um, DJ Chase Radio. Wednesday's new episodes drop 12 o'clock noon. Uh, listen to Downright Sports on Dynasty Radio NY, your number one source for hip-hop and R&B, except on Thursdays at 8 o'clock when it's showtime. Uh, Saturday at 8 a.m., Fab 94.5, The Hits. You can listen to the show uh, Saturday at 3 p.m. on Trap Radar Radio. You also can listen to The Hits. And then you can finish out the week Sundays at She Real Radio at 12 noon, just when church is letting out. Weird time. Um, if you can't listen anywhere there, just download the podcast. Apple, Google, Spotify. Easy. And anywhere else, major podcasts to download. Check out clips of the show on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. There is a Facebook fan page for Downright Sports. Subscribe, join, like, leave a comment. Stay away. Uh, you can also watch parts of the show on YouTube at Downright Sports. Uh, and check out my Twitter at BrentReed18. That one's easy. Uh, we'll see you guys later. Be safe out there. And as always, deuces. That's my mindset. And, um, you know, if this happens to, uh, we end up at six or fifth or, or, or whatever the case may be, or if we end up in the, you know, the playoff, uh, whatever that, I uh, need to be fired. Um, but whatever. Uh, Kyle. Hey, LeBron. Um, we were talking coups. Working all night long. I put my daughter on my knee. And she said, Daddy, what's wrong? She whispered in my ear so sweet. You know what she said? She said, Daddy, I'm a
Ooh. 